know which foot to put my shoe in. <laughs> no, I know which foot to put them in. I just can't tie loops with them. Uh, my my oh my brother God. couldn't click his fingers, and he didn't know how to do it. Yeah, okay, Jamie. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like when he was fucking five years old. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board Podcast, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, hometown heroes, local landmarks, and coming of age tales. Why do you always laugh? Is it because I get in it doing a different order every time? Because every time it sounds like you can't remember it. Yeah, it's like 35 episodes. Well, it's because I keep getting it the wrong way around every time, but now I'm getting self-conscious because he keeps laughing at me. I just want to throw stuff in. Yeah, it's getting there. I just want to be like a hype guy or, you know, like. Yeah. Like yeah, oh, yeah. that would be cool. Okay, yeah. we'll try it next week. That. Maybe show up wearing a giant clock around you as well, <laughs> right. or just two different, just like um, brass knuckles with a Canberra license and a New South Wales <laughs> license on there. <laughs> we can get the Raiders clock down. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've got a very special guest today, prolific comedian. Uh, Steph Brobridge, how are you, Steph? Hello, thanks so much for having me. No prolific, worries. yeah, that was a good pull. That's yeah, great. Well, she is the most absolutely. prolific out of all of us. That's tr- absolutely Some people. true. I don't know what that means. Geek, geek a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, and yeah, write okay. a lot. Yeah, and do it's things that we don't do. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, and Steph, you are here to talk about uh, Cremorne today, yes. right? Yes, we're heading Love. to uh, we're heading to the North Shore. Ritzy. Slap on your boat shoes. Oh yeah, <laughs> there you go. get your linens out. Take the ferry. Take the st- train. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Slap on your boat shoes. Absolutely. Talk to people in customer service like they're absolute dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to the North Shore, baby. Yeah. I lived there for five years, and we're talking lower North Shore, right? Yeah, none of this upper nonsense. No, no. Yeah. What, when you lived there, how? How North Shore were you? Did you pop a collar? Like, did you pop a no, collar on a? No, he popped the button in his pants. I <laughs> <laughs> was actually quite skinny then. Thank you, Alex. I was working uh, on myself. I didn't have a podcast to make me happy. Uh, no, so, I wasn't a big uh, North Shore guy. I was kind of a, an American werewolf in London. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't reference. That yeah. yeah. That reference went above my head. Yeah. Oh, Alexi would have got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But well, yeah, no, I was yourself. very much an outsider looking in. Right. Okay. And Steph, what about you? Yeah, no, um, I love all of the stereotypes and I'm really grateful that you brought them all up <laughs> immediately. Um, Are you re- it makes me very likable up top, which is exciting. Yeah, well, we can't get away from that. We're not going to talk um, about the gritty streets of Cremoyne. Um, yeah. yeah, were you born and raised, Steph? Uh, no, I was born in Kalani. Where's that? Kalani Heights, Kalani? Yeah. Is that a different suburb? It's like near Forestville and yeah. then and then I moved to Cremoyne. When my parents were separated. Oh, <laughs> right. So you took the rich side, I guess. You know what I mean? One went somewhere. <laughs> no, I think both are. One went to Gordon. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. I mean, Gordon's way. enough for people from Cremorne and Neutral Bay and stuff to be like, oof, oh, downgrade. Yeah, I know. That's too far away from the water. Okay, I'm not rich. I'm just going to say that up top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any money. Yeah. Um, it was just me and my mum and my sister, and she is a state. She was a state school teacher. She's still alive. She just retired. So we didn't have 
a lot of money. We just lived in quite an expensive area. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is like an ongoing battle you've had. Yes, with. it is. It's my whole life. Biographers for years or something. It also sounds very much right now like you're under oath. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps turning to her lawyer to look if she can answer yeah, yeah, the yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a very expensive lawyer. I brought my bank details along for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my mother is a... State school teacher, <laughs> I've been told. <laughs> She's not the Countess of Broadbridge yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's on a driver's license, but that was a mistake. We did have you a shouldn't show up to everything wearing the big diamond tiara all the time. <laughs> Don't tell me how to be <laughs> carried in on like a fucking chair by four Polynesian guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Cremorne. Cremorne. Uh, Cremorne. Yes. Cremorne? Yes. Cremorne. I always stuff up these suburbs. Cremorne. I'm well, a that big sounds fan like of the, the pod. I've that heard you do it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it begins. The Steph Alex, the Here Alex Steph. It's like Sam and Diane. Oh, oh yeah. Werewolf in some. Oh, that's a Cheers reference. Yeah, I got yeah. that one. Okay. <laughs> 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 I like a stupid fucking Baz Luhrmann movie or some oh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that I was doing like Moulin Rouge. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sam and Diane. I'm like, oh, that's Cheers. But uh, Cremorne. Yes. Is that good? Yeah. It's great. Good. Wonderful. Originally inhabited, the Camaray Gal people, Kurungai Nation, but then uh, the Europeans named it. It's not a uh, indigenous name, Cremorne Gardens in London. Did you know that? I did because oh. I Googled it. Googled it. Okay. <laughs> I got Google. I'm not the only one. That's great. It's a good product. So 1831, uh, Lord Cremorne sold the gardens to a guy called Baron Don Berenger. Oh, cool. But wow. he was a convicted fraudster and his real name was Charles Random. <laughs> Which is so cool. That's like that's dead said like his Twitter name as yeah, well. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. He sounds like a like a cast member from Jackass or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles Random. Yeah, it's Chuck Random. So even better. Um, this Charles is what, Random, I'm gonna talk down to an underpaid worker. Yeah, yeah. This is from Char- Jackass. So, Charles Random, this is what he did with that land, a parcel of land um, that he got from Lord Cremoyne. He converted it into a sports facility called The Stadium and taught people self-defense there. <laughs> so oh, it was like an yes. MMA fight. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Charles Random's MMA self-defense <laughs> at The Stadium. That's going to have a lot of star wipes with him kicking yeah. the screen. I know, this is 1831. It's crazy. So, uh, you say, so th- that's... The Cremorne Garden in London, or that's like this, this sorry, one? yeah, okay. this is still London. This is the Cremorne Garden in London. So then he uh, he sold it eventually. He so that's what the parcel of land was sort of called after the original guy. And another it was bought by another guy, Renton Nicholson, and he started making it as what's called a pleasure garden, which basically means yes. go down there and swing around and Ooh. not like not that swing around, <laughs> but. Eventually, I guess people have said, "Oh, pleasure garden." It just became like a sex den for at night. You know, yeah. I feel all like sorts. all gardens end up that way. Uh, yeah. Yes, especially this one though. Uh, it basically, <laughs> there was other gardens that this one had a real bad reputation, and it, <laughs> it was like I wonder why. And it's like this is the dildo field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charles Random's like I used to own this place. It's like my dick, you know. So <laughs> he's running around, and then uh, so basically, uh, it became like sh- it got shut down because it no one wanted to go there during the day, and it just became like a heroin. Well, not heroin, but that what we think of as like a sex prostitution uh, mm-hmm. yep. garden at night and then it, it, it sort of persisted to in London for a long time afterwards Cremorne became a general term for sexual excess 
So, what? Yeah. So it's like I'm up to some Cremorne. Yeah, I'm going to go have like, some Cremorne or uh, this guy's a bit of a Cremorne. So Cremorne meant sexual excess in London for a long time. Wow. And then they were like, you know what? We've got this little patch of land on the or shore of Sydney. Let's fucking name it after the sex den. So uh, <laughs> that's... Uh, <laughs> That's the that's the you know the history of that name. Wow. So, yeah, wow. I guess that makes a little more sense now that it's based on it's all sex parks because we've started doing we've started plugging in the top sites to see in Google and Cremorne has a lot of stuff even though it's a small town but the three top sites in Cremorne according to Google are Brightmoor Reserve. Primrose Park and Grassmere Reserve, which are all parks within 200 metres of each other in one tiny little section of Cremorne. Probably for fucking. I <laughs> which is, and it's also like someone from big parks has to be in touch with Google there getting Cremorne because like Cremorne has the Orpheum, which is one of the oldest theatres in yeah. Sydney. It also has a much nicer park on the other end, which is the McCallum Seawater Pool Park, right. which has like a seawater pool. Uh, that looks directly onto the harbour and is opposite the uh, opera house. Right. I used to go there, get my shirt off occasionally. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, we'll take off the top the three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that giant man takes his shirt off there. I once went skinny girl. dipping there, actually. I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> I was skinny dipping? Skinny dipping, James. yeah. Wow, uh, not like, so skinny dipping. <laughs> uh, back then I was, baby. Uh, in like, we're, at, uh, we're at one of the pubs in Cremorne, Minsky's, that I'm sure we'll get get it on to later because it's a big thing and me and two friends were there and we were there with some like girls that we knew and eventually we just were like wouldn't it be great if like we all went skinny dipping at the pool and then me and my friends who said that uh, I the think guy. me. <laughs> <laughs> You're really trying to tell. Allegedly. Allegedly me. Yeah. And it just got to one of those things where the girls were like, that would be a great idea. And then we were like, it is a great, great idea. Great idea. And then we were like in a cab being like, great idea. And then we got dropped off by the cab, realized that the women had not come with us at all. Oh and so God. we were just yes. like, we're in a cab. <laughs> just like drunk off our face. It's 2 a.m. We break into the pool and had a little skinny dip there because why not? We also told the cab driver I'm we're, we're like still went through Isaac with it. Davis. Uh, or uh, what? No, it's my friend Zach. Hey Zach, and uh, <laughs> it's it's like if you don't know where it is, it's basically like in the middle of fucking nowhere. On Cremorne, it's not anywhere. It's two and a half kilometers from the main road. Okay, so like we told the cab driver, we're like, can you just like circle around and come back in half an hour? And he was like, sure. Did not come back. <laughs> we didn't have towels or anything, and it was oh, two man. in the morning, and we we're just like, that was cool. We're the most badass people in the world. Fuck, it's cold though. And so two and a half kilometers from the main road, and that probably didn't aid in the girls' decision not to come. Uh, you guys are like, let's go to this remote location <laughs> and get naked. You know, oh, they knew where it was. It's like a famous place. It's I know. That remote, like okay. it's pretty. Well, I know, but off the yeah. you know, off it's the not. Like, track. It wasn't like we were winking at them and sharpening a knife. Like <laughs> we were, like Should we knew not. them and we'd gone swimming at the place uh, before. Well, so we were talking about breaking in, and eventually okay. we ended up just walking back. You know. A white clothes all the way to Cremorne Mac is just enjoyed a little <laughs> feed there afterwards. <laughs> Sounds like a good night, man. It was a great night. <laughs> the girl should have come. <laughs> so Cremorne, so so the Maccas, Minsky's is another is that the main pub there, Steph? Um, it's definitely the grossest one. Mm. And it's open the latest. Right. Okay. So it's like a hub for like not just Cremorne people, but anyone on the North Shore that's drinking mm. that wants to keep drinking would have ended up right. at so Minsky's. And then that has the reputation then, I guess, as... It's like off-Broadway, but yeah. for North Shore. Not okay. so much anymore. 
Now it's they've classed it up a little bit. Yeah. Back mm. then, though, it used to have a nightclub upstairs that was truly abysmal. And it, <laughs> but it used to be the place where it's like if you get kicked out of the Oaks and the Trebay, you fucking get a cab or you walk down to Minsky's and you've just got to slap the, a sober look on your face for a split second to get past the bouncer. <laughs> And then you're free to just slop around until like <laughs> four in the morning. It's, it's truly, yes. It's been the site of some things. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Skinny yeah. dipping there? The uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Men's that place. It was, it was that place where it was first suggested. A beautiful idea was born. <laughs> so should it be on the top three? You're saying like I feel like I, think, I think Minsky's deserves because Minsky's has also been through so many different images. Like it's stretching back to like early to mid-2000s when it was called, like, the Sobar and its uh, catchphrase was, it's a lower North Shore thing, which is, you know, Ugh. like, it's a, like, you know. Like, like the Sobar, like the Sober? Like sober. Yeah, yeah. Except, <laughs> yeah, I don't know like why you, thing. I don't know why you would do that, but, yeah. yeah, the catchphrase was, it's a lower North Shore thing, and then I think, at one point it was called the Metropole Hotel, yeah, which is how. we it, called it the Mega Hall. Yeah. The Mega Hall. That's, that's how it's got right. its longest nickname, the Mega Hall. <laughs> we still Minsky's. do call it yeah. the Mega Hall. Yeah. And yeah. then it's been Minsky's yes. and Cremorne Hotel and kind of alternated between <laughs> the two. Minsky's is the piano bar, I think. Yeah. yeah. And now it's just Minsky's. Right. But there's still a piano. The piano guy's been there for 35 years. So oh, yeah. there's a guy oh, that whoa. plays piano on Friday nights and he just like, he takes requests from... I thought it was Saturday nights. I think... It might be both now, actually. Ooh. Wow! And he oh. just takes requests from drunk people, being like, "Do out and John again." He's just like, "Fuck, <laughs> Billy Joel, <laughs> yeah. come skinny dipping with me." <laughs> it was great, great idea. Great idea. <laughs> he used to let me sing with him. Oh, what? That's cute. cool. Yeah. He did not let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> he used to let me sing. Top thumping. <laughs> How do you know my favorite song? What, what would you sing? I would sing The Look of Love. Oh, that's a great song. <laughs> what, so he would let you sing while he played? Yeah. Oh, oh that's, that's pretty nice. cute. Did yeah. you, like, lie on the table horizontally? I mean, I did some weird... I was pretty drunk. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's ever a good sign if a pub's had, like, 12 names in five years. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, yeah. you know, it's not... They're not, like, changing it to... You know, just randomly. It's like, let's get rid of the stink of fucking exactly. Metro Bar. Minsky's it's never gotten rid of it either. Did you yeah. ever work there? Oh, no. I worked there for a week. Oh, mm -hmm. what happened okay. in the week? I got fired for being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly what he said. He said, you're dumb because I didn't know how to set a table because I didn't, I don't know my left from right. So right. I couldn't do the fork and the knife. And I was like, well, if one person does one, I can copy it. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know your left from right? I can't do left and right. Still now? Yeah. But do you That's know, cool. like, fork on that side, knife on that side? No. No, but if, if you did it, I could copy it right, for the rest okay. of the dining table. So you know like, I just I'm, need I'm, you to do one. If you've explained it like this, I think the guy's well, then he's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I get it. I used to not know my left and right when I was a kid, and once I cried because my two shoes, like, my mom, I didn't know how to put on my left shoe or my right shoe. Yeah. And my, parent, and my parents I mean, thought they'd fix it by writing left and right in the shoe. But that doesn't help because I still anything. don't know which one's which. Yeah. You can't so read. they're like, We've helped you. And I'm looking at him being like, left, right. And then I just stopped and cried until the teacher oh. came and found me and put them on for me. I couldn't I couldn't do left and right. And I remember at, in like year one or two, we had to, like the whole class had to line up and to test it, I guess, the teacher's like, you had to go up in front of everyone. She'd be like, which is your left hand? And then, which <laughs> oh, is your no, right hand? Shy guy says to you. And so I just 
watched the person in front of me and was like, okay, that's left, that's right, perfect, got it. Which mm. one's your left hand? <laughs> Which one's your right hand? But for, like, for ages after that, if I was doing my left and right, I f- had to physically face like the way I was facing the teacher to like go, okay, that was mm-hmm. le- like if I was you know facing this yep. way, I had to turn around just for, for years after. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to this day. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I can't drive. I still I don't can't know. do left and right I in s- driving. I still don't know how to loop, swoop, and pull, tie my shoes. I do the double bunny oh, no, ears. Sorry, what? <laughs> oh, you think that's worse than left and right? <laughs> <laughs> just oh like the two most normal directions. <laughs> but I know which foot to put my shoe in. <laughs> no, I know which foot to put them in. I just can't tie loops with and pull them. Uh, <laughs> my, my brother couldn't click his fingers and he didn't know how to do it. Yeah, okay, Jamie. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about when he was fucking five years old. I can roll my eyes. I can roll I can roll my eyes too. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't know how to click so he would like in what a choir, not choir, but it was some sort of standing thing. You'd have to sing a song as a, and he would just go <laughs> like with his, and pretend with his hands. And it's like, you clearly see you're doing it with your fucking tongue, you idiot. Smart. I know, but Jamie was there like, oh, I can't put my shoes on, but watch this, motherfucker. <laughs> Jamie's standing there in his gumboots like, yeah, check me out. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, so yeah. one week, hey. Yeah, that's fuck. brutal. Yeah. At Minsky's. What a week. Was that your regular drinking, like watering hole? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, no. Steph causing a reaction. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no. um, uh, this is a super yeah, spreader uh, event. It was like my my go to was the Gordon Club. Oh, a club! I like that. Yeah, which is in Chatswood. Oh, this is very confusing. because I my friends all live on the other part of like they live further towards Hornsby. Uh-huh. Right, so right, we'd right. go to the Gordon the ghetto, Club, and then my goal was to get everyone to Minsky's. Because yeah. then I could walk home. Mm. I love that. That's yeah. the best plan. So the Gordon Club's yeah. the one on top of the Mandarin Centre, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love. I so used to. We they used to do karaoke there as well. Um, it's, I, I sang a lot of songs there. As well. I, I pretty much sang in every <laughs> 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 every bar in the North Shore. Yeah, with right. or without consent. Um, <laughs> Is that the song? Oh, it's a great one. <laughs> yeah, that's YouTube's with second biggest consent. hit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, speaking of clubs, I've got a there was oh, a Cremoyne, <laughs> there was a Cremoyne club back in the day. I don't know the year, but it was like the twenties or something. Mm. It's called the Kit Kat Club. Hell yeah! Oh, oh, yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, they spelled club with a K as well. Uh, so <laughs> no, oh, no, no, they did. They did. And so K I and so Kit Kat like the chocolate club with a K, uh, and oh. sometimes it's spelled with a C, but other times it's spelled with a K. Uh, so mm. I don't know if they'd figure that out or there was just someone who... It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it got it got even better because they even had a... Um, it was a, like a... I'm trying to explain what it would be. like a Not like a gentleman's club, but like a high society club. You go there and you drink. But it was like a society, not like a nightclub. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. they'd meet at places. and Was it like a men's only thing? No, no. Women, that's what I mean. It's like a women's and men's high society. Let's go there and dance were and chat. Were they white? And, oh, come on. Of course they were white. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then they, they also would have, yeah, oh no, <laughs> no, no, no. But they also did. They have the kick, the Kit Kat Club. They they really love this uh, alliteration stuff because uh, they had the the Kill Care Cabaret. So kill all your cares. Don't have any cares. Cabaret. All the ca- all K's as well. So, uh, <laughs> so they love it. And they had the crying kids can't come sign on the wall. All K's. <laughs> it had an extra K. That's okay. But uh, they. But it was named after. Uh, uh, and again, it was fucking named after a London club called the Kit Kat Club, which is uh, the which was named 
which the chocolate bar was named after. Damn, I'm right? imagining a Kit Kat club right now. Yeah, I know. Oh, I wait, know. so the, the chocolate bar's named after the club. So there was a guy called Christopher Catling. This is the British. This again, this is the UK the history. UK? No, both oh. C's. So then Kit is a short name for Christopher Cat. So he was Kit Cat and he was the bar manager and they used to have little gatherings there and he used to serve mutton pies, like Sick. fucking sheep meat, mint, savory mm, pies. Yeah. And then they were like, well, that's a Kit Cat. Some reason, mm-hmm. and somehow that became a chocolate bar. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I've got a big question mark in step two of my research. <laughs> but eventually, they they, was, they were like, "Yeah, the Kit Kat Club. We come and we eat Kit Kats." And then, yeah, so that then that sort of took over, and there was a couple other ones, but there wasn't one in 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 Cremorne. And uh, wow. yeah, so it was a bit of a high society place for a little while there as well. So no Minsky's, you know, no one singing fucking Elton John or whatever like that. But uh, there was a lot of cases. Pickled possum. So we must love Ooh. alliteration. What was it? The Cremorne. pickled possum. Pickled oh, possum yeah. was the was the other dirty club. Oh, okay. Yeah, that did karaoke. Pickled possum. <laughs> pickled possum rocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think it's there anymore. I think it closed down. I think it's COVID. temporary closed. Yeah. I went. I walked past it the other day and. You got to understand this about the pickled possum. It's first of all, it's incredible. It's just, I think, on the border. It's in Neutral Bay technically, but it's very close to Cremorne. It is this karaoke bar that opens, I think, like earliest nine, mm. and PM. No PM. Yeah, like sure. so, like it doesn't open during the day. Day. It's barely got a sign out. It looks like the dingiest place. Then you go in, and it is just going off every single time with like the drunkest 40 year olds you've ever seen (laughs) and like and just karaoke or it's like private room and but a main no 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 it is just like a main bar where you do main bar karaoke but it's also it's also the size maybe of a small bar like it is a pretty small place where they size of Double, like, to maybe this room twice. Yeah. Right. So, and like, a 30 people, 40, 40 people sort of thing? Yeah. But, but they would pack it in. Yeah. And I think it's a little bigger now. And they, like, they, a lot of people know the people that go in there. It is a shitty dive bar that has cheap drinks and is just loose. Like, if you walked past it at 10, you would not think that what's inside is going off. Because it's just a green door with no handle. Mm. that's constantly closed. So you can't see in there when you walk past. And then, so a lot of, like, when I first went, I was like, this can't be the place. Like, it must be closed. And then you go through, and it's like, once you pass the threshold, you're like, this is heaven. I've died and passed <laughs> yeah. through. I'm at the gate. And it's, oh, we got to go. It's, it's, it's closed for COVID it's reasons. It's closed right? for COVID reasons, right. but it's closed with the most pickled possum way. Which is like I walked past it very recently, and there's just a bunch of A4 paper stuck to the windows, and in permanent marker says "closed COVID." (laughs) (laughs) Just like the pickle pass does the pickle pass well. Like there's no like, oh, due to health precautions, we've been shut down. It's just closed COVID. Yeah, Yeah. that's all you need to know. Um, Both with K though. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it says "closed COVID" and then "cool," (laughs) and the white paper has been cut out to look like a cool marshmallow. <laughs> oh, um, that's what I don't get. Then is like you got these cool dive bars, but Cremorne, all of the Lower North Shore is considered in popular, you know, imagination to be ritzy and that kind of thing. Mm. But is there? But there's obviously some crew of like there's, there's some levels. seedy little underbelly that's Cremorne's getting around. Cremorne's like right? shitty Mossman, so okay. Mossman's like the fanciest one. Yeah. Mm. And then Cremorne's like it's like ugly steps. It's like the Danny Minogue. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, like right. we're here too. And yeah, it's like, no, we don't yeah. care. Because yeah. celebrities buy houses there because it's 
like it's still very expensive, but they keep it secret and make it seem like it's in Mossman. There's oh, not right. that many houses in Cremorne, really. It's mostly apartments. If you get to like the back streets, there's a few like huge yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. ones. Down where yeah, you were right. skinny dipping, there's a few big houses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Those prices have really sunk. <laughs> I'm doing what I can for the people. They've got views of that pool. As well. <laughs> Some of them do. There is a, um, I think, a famous, there's a couple of heritage listed houses there. One's called Egelmont, which I found out is the uh, scene of. The big murder there. <gasps> is this um, Michael McGurk? Michael McGurk, yeah. I don't have any information okay. on the murder. I've got the murder info. But um, <laughs> I, I just murder. want to... Uh, the murder. So this guy got murdered out the front of this place. But um, I was looking... That's right, out the front of, uh, out the front of his house, yeah. right? Yeah. It was out the front because um, I saw an article about it where the real estate agent said, technically, we don't have to declare there was a murder because it happened out the front. That yeah. rules. <laughs> that's sick. Oh, it's just a big chalk outline on the gutter. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, just step around so that. So it was definitely legally out the front, that's technically. Rules. But I was reading this heritage listing thing and it says there was a murder there, da, da, da. And it also says the area has unfortunately been degraded in the 70s by red brick multi-storey flat developments. So they're complaining about like red brick apartments taking down the value of the the, the character yeah, of the area. Yeah. This guy gets smoked out his front, <laughs> yeah, front yeah. lawn because yeah. he's doing drug deals or whatever. This, this guy was... Those red bricks coming into Cremorne, stealing our jobs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. A pretty interesting guy. Like he was born in Scotland. So Mike, this is Michael McGurk, born Mick Rushford. So it's another case of like a guy, you know, pretending yeah. he's somebody else. But he grew up in the like slums of Glasgow, uh, super poor. And he went to um, Australia in 93 and started working at a lighting company in, just in inner city Sydney. And um, like, you know, the, the classic fucking UK guy moves over and overstays his visa. Customs found out about it, gave, gave him the boot. And instead of going back, he just went to New Zealand uh, changed his name to Michael McGurk, altered his birth date from 1958 to 64 and just got a couple of back in. <laughs> I got six years on top. You know? <laughs> I wonder what inspires the name where you're like, oh, I got to pick something McGurk. cool. Yeah. Michael McGurk. Yeah. It's such an odd <laughs> name. I guess it's like, oh, no one would make that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he basically, he seemed to have his fingers in just a shitload of pies. He had a lot of ties with, um, remember how like New South Wales Labor were just, Corrupt from fucking bottom, oh, yeah. top to bottom. And, Which you know, era? But back like the nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. all the development era. Um, Obed. Obed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff, um, yeah. So he was in with a lot of that stuff, and he worked as like a standover man. Um, he was doing stuff with that with like John Ibrahim, um, and obviously a property developer. That was like his whole thing, and he had a business partner. This guy. Um, what was his name? Somebody Medich, Ron oh, yeah, Medich, Ron or Medich. something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he when he was when he just before he died, he'd um, borrowed like three million dollars off his off Ron to like f- um, finance his mortgage. He had no money. He was just wow. one of these guys who's just living. But by he lived like, in like a mansion. He lived in a huge mansion yeah. in Cremorne, um, and basically the bank went in to he he missed a couple of payments. The bank went in, found that the pay slips that he got the mortgage on in like two thousand, he just they were forged. The account didn't exist. Like, Hell yeah. just one of these guys who just is a criminal and somehow manages to keep yeah, all the balls afloat. Fucking for a work of so far. Yeah, just go to New Zealand and just scrub out your name and your passport and come <laughs> back, and that works. You're yeah. probably gonna have some balls to totally. trick the fucking bank. Um, and then it all sort of went to shit. And I, I think four people ended up going to jail for his murder. I don't know who pulled the trigger, but Medich was was like the brains behind it. Yeah, and he yeah, got his yeah, mate. Yeah. Um, 
his mate to go pull the trigger. But yeah, pretty intense. So it, why did Medic kill him? If the bank's after him, like, well, what think, was the point where Medic was like, all right, this guy's got to go? I don't so he's know. probably he's probably owed the bank money, and then they're chasing him, and then he borrowed it. Didn't off. he have shares in his company as well that was like? In debt too. So I think it was more like 10 million. Right. I should have done more research. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know he lost, his, he lost his appeal like last week. Yes. Or yeah, it wasn't, oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't long ago. Shit. The, the Medich guy. Yeah. Not McGurk. Oh, I think he was like. Um, <laughs> but Australia doesn't put murderers away f- the way Americans do. Like, oh, yeah. well, he probably got like two chair. weeks. Or yeah. Something. Well, it's no. It's, it's like 40 it's, years. Well, it's, it's 50 years and then it's 30 and then it's 20 and then it's like oh, a couple of weeks. Like they just keep appealing it down. Mm. Especially if he didn't pull the fucking trigger. There's, yeah. there's ways well, out It's actually it. it's pretty crazy because he was apparently he was extorting Medich and he had a tape. You know Badgerys Creek? Like the that land. Airport. Yeah. Airport, there, was, yeah. there was heaps of stuff recently about all that. Um, but apparently he claimed to have tapes of Medich talking with like senior labor people, basically incriminating them in 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 that um, deal. Just you know, okay. right. so this guy rezoning land. Yeah, so it could be there could be some conspiracy there. I'm willing to throw that out without. Okay. Any <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, if let's start an investigation. So allegedly, labor killed. <laughs> I think so. This guy. Yeah, uh, we'll tune uh, into the news tomorrow, guys, because uh, Drew's broken this one. Welcome <laughs> 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 to our new side pod, Drew and yeah. uh, Welcome everybody to the news. Uh, apparently, just cause the jewelry not his phone. Uh, I think uh, uh, Julia Gillard uh, snapped his neck with her thigh. <laughs> just one person. It's like, when did that happen? He's like. God, uh, maybe yesterday. He's, he's in court. And he's like, oh, fuck that. Should have really prepared. Oh, no, wait, wait. Here's something. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, anyway. Man. But, uh, yeah, that. I mean, that would have fucking... Were you there? How long ago was a murder? You weren't living there at the time? You were in the area at the time. No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. I'm... I'm very old, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I we should have done more trove art. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, but I mean, you, yeah, I don't know. If well, it was an uproar. So 20, I don't know where you were bouncing around in 2010. Totally, would have been the biggest thing in Cremorne at the time. I mean, like, it's got to be right. Hell, yeah, you know. Uh, I wasn't there at the time, so I don't know. Jeez. I moved. I moved there in two. Th- I moved to Neutral Bay in 2011. Yeah. So I was like 27 or 28. Oh, uh, yeah. But so I was, yeah. like, out of home. Oh, I know. But you're still living in North Shore now. So that's what I meant. Around that area, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like... respect lo- to McGurk every day. I was day. in Ashfield at that time. Right, okay. Just moved okay. around. Slumming it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing how the other side does it. Yeah. But I can imagine that would have been the fucking talk of the town. Everyone like... Did you hear uh, yeah. yeah, I assume My mum so. was pretty excited. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear McGurk? It's not his last name, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he was murdered by... Labor or something. <laughs> <laughs> Goff Whitlam? <laughs> Harold Holt came out of the pool and drowned? He was skinny dipping with that fat hairy guy. <laughs> uh, hot guy, you mean. <laughs> that hot guy. Oh, fucking hell. I got a, I got a, I don't know if James, you want to jump into your other, do you have another murder? Because I got a No, a I don't have a murder, but I do, have a, I do have a crime re- adjacent. Story about it. a little. I don't. You guys might have heard of this. A little tech company with its offices in Cremorne called Shaman Networks. No, but never heard of this. Sounds right. extreme. You might not have heard of Shaman Networks, but you guys are the no, exact <laughs> right age bracket to hear what it was in charge of. A little the thing. Babysitters Club. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They, they it, it made round the twist. <laughs> <laughs> Shaman. It sounds like they just failed to repair Jamie's laptop or something. <laughs> it's just like no, Shaman Media. Um, was the the owner and uh, like um, 
Well, they were basically the owners of the file sharing program Kazaa oh, in the mid 2000s, yeah. which was one of the most, after Napster folded, was the most popular file sharing program on the planet. I do remember. You're a Kazaa guy? I had Kazaa, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. I used Kazaa to download most of the music I handed out as on C- burnt CDs at school that probably ended up. I still believe computers are a phase. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, Jamie. Are you making mixtapes for kids at school? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's pretty cute. Because I have the coolest taste, baby. I was playing all the emos. (laughs) He's handing them out like flyers at Festival Club. Oh, as soon as I got a CD. Yeah, you give me a CD burner and because it's all over for me. You know, I've got got my mix CDs that I'm handing out. And then when I'm in the car, I'm listening to Final Fantasy to soundtracks, desperately pressing eject if I ever give someone a lift home. But like, I wouldn't listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a rental. My my sister's driving. It obviously, <laughs> like your twelve-year-old sister. <laughs> She's a gearhead. Uh, <laughs> no, so Kazar. Oh, um, wow. So, so the the company was from there, and they did they build it or they own? Uh, it's a bit convoluted, so I'll get into okay. it. So, for those who don't know, if uh, lis- any listeners born outside of the eighties, I guess because uh, I was a peer-to-peer file sharing thing that predates things like Netflix. You used. Essentially, legally, it's used to share files with other people. Like what it was, baby, but not yeah. different technology. What it was what used, used for is to just share files illegally. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that you have to explain. I that. know. I was <laughs> just saying, you know. Well, like I was just like, because okay. everyone's gonna. This is the one that's gonna make us famous, and I was like, people aren't gonna. They're gonna be like, what was Kazar? No, they're gonna say like yes. Netflix? I know what that is, but you're not famous. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kazar was created in Estonia. And it was sold to a Swedish guy called Niklas Zenström and a Danish guy called Janus Fries. And these guys went on to create Skype. Wow. So they're okay. now huge tech billionaires. And a little fun fact, Skype's interface was created off of the back end of Kazar, wow. which were, they had brought from an Estonian people. But so basically... Napster now has just gone completely bust. It's been sued into oblivion by mm-hmm. the Metallica. RIAA mm-hmm. and Metallica, yeah. <laughs> and so eventually the record industry comes calling for Zenstrom too, who has Kazar. And Zenstrom immediately goes dark and is like, nah, fuck this, offloads Kazar um, to Australia. So basically, it was a. It gets offloaded to a company called Shaman, which is registered in Vanuatu, so, which has like insane privacy laws. You can't look into who's on the board of directors and who holds shares in there. Right. And then um, Shaman is managed by a company created in Australia called LEF Interactive, which stands for Liberté, Galité, and Fraternité, which is a French revolutionary yeah. slogan, apparently. <laughs> okay. And so this means that like uh, Shaman Networks Incorporated in Vanuatu technically have no employees, no CEO, like no corporate structure because everything they do is contracted out to LEF. Right. And so the servers for Kazar are like somewhere in Europe, yep. the registered company that like owns them is in Vanuatu and the country that manages is in Australia. Mm. So basically this is all done. They're creating shells on shells on shells so that the music industry cannot find the person to sue anyone. And it's right. And this is the Australian. So there's an Australian, ultimately there's an Australian person behind this. Yes. It's run by a lady called Nikki Hemming. Mm. Uh, and she was uh, previously the CEO for Sega world in Sydney, the play, the indoor theme park that went bust, I believe in the early two thousands. Do you ever go to those dance parties? 
Uh, I've never been to a single dance party. <laughs> <laughs> but if he did, <laughs> the Sega World one would yeah. be the one. They had underage dance parties. This wow, year. really? Well, I've been to Sega World as a kid. I can't remember. I don't think I've ever been. What, was, what was it? It was hey, like a real, well, I don't know. Did you go to the actual theme park? It's in the theme park. It's in the theme park. But you went to the non-dance party, theme parky part, right? You're just raving there. I'm just dancing. Just dancing? <laughs> no, it was like an interactive It was, but theme yeah, park. it was a... Thing with interactive rides and then just rows upon rows of Sega arcade games. Oh, okay. So it was like so a it's cool. small. It, and it an was underage in like dance party. An right. underage yeah. dance party. So it sounds like a giant, like kids' room when you go to the club and your parents give like you, it you was know like a shitty there? time zone in yes. the Gold yeah, Coast. Yeah, okay. yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, but it was big. Where was it, Darling Harbour? Uh, yeah, it was in a huge complex in Darling Harbour, yeah. and uh, and I think like just last year there was some place in like the outskirts of Sydney where they found the original Sonic statue that was part of the Sega was World. This part was this like, Was this that futuristic restaurant that? No, the, but we should cover that one time. Okay. Have you ever been there? What is it called? There's, I can't fucking remember. It comes up, but there's a restaurant like. That was in Darling Harbour based on the future that truly <laughs> yeah. sucked in. <laughs> it was fucking it's awful. Cool. It's closed because of COVID, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's been yeah. a pandemic in 30, 30 years. No. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was dressed that like rules. Donald Trump. <laughs> what what sorry, what era was that restaurant? Uh, that would have from? been that would have been the early, early two thousands. Because like I went there when I first moved here. Someone brought it up the other day. Man, fuck! I wish I could remember the name. Maybe we'll just edit me and okay. being like, "This is it." It's called like it's <laughs> called a stupid name, like you know, Eternity or, or something. But it's got those X where a Z sound should be. Yeah, like. that does. Well, that sound is very familiar. futuristic. Like Z. Yeah, you've like got to have a, like a fucking. Twitter you've got to have a fucking Z or an X in there. Yeah, um, I think. I mean, Xerxes is definitely not it, but like it sounds. It, that's what like I mean, like Xeno or Xerxes. Zertz. Yeah, Zertz. Zertz is it. the name of the place. If you've ever been, if you've ever been there, hit us up. Truly, the worst Mexican food I've ever, or whatever they tried to do with it, oh I've man, ever had. I, I'm going to read so all Mexican this food's the funny. future. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they predicted Guzman and Gomez. Yeah, they did. Space tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, they were space tacos. Oh, oh man, I just want to read this fucking up. This could be the reason Sydney's space theme restaurant Zertz got shut down and just has in quotes the ghost was said to be harmless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna just get sucked into this. Yeah, Sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, no, I wasn't following your story. I was trying really hard, but there were so many words in it. I didn't know. <laughs> so Sega World. Can't tell left from right. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'll speak really slowly. Um, Thank you. So basically, she owned Sega. Uh, she right. was in charge of Sega World yeah. at one point. Uh, so the authorities are like the record industry is basically desperately searching. Like, we got to sue someone. Yeah. But we don't know who fucking to sue because mm. everywhere has no employees and everywhere shells upon shelves. This just gives Kazaa more time to get millions of people to download it. And because it's got ad support, it makes money. Right. And so they shot Michael McGurk, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I believe uh, Nikki Hemming, if you rearrange the letters, it spells <laughs> Julia Gillard. <laughs> <laughs> and you leave a few out and add a few in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, um,. So Shaman, like, they try and put on, like, a public go of being legit. They bundle Kazar with this other program called AltNet. And so AltNet is basically Kazar, but instead of downloading illegal files, you download things legally for fee. The library is, like, 50 
thousand times smaller and it appears at the top of all your searches like a sponsored thing would yeah, on yeah, your yeah. google which everyone knows you basically skip past to get to the good stuff right. but they use that to be like hey this is a great example like and to be fair like they kind of did with tweaks predict the whole streaming subscription based yeah. model yeah, right. but like everyone in the music industry was like get fucked we're not letting you do that mm. and so shaman like <laughs> All the while, Shaman's like, well, we got this thing called Altnet. It's legit, and, like, if everyone agrees to it, we can make a lot of money. But on the other hand, they're also programming Kazar to be even easier to download stuff illegally. Right. So you can just do that. But I don't understand what's in it for them. Like, you don't even pay for Kazar. Uh, no, it's ad support. So, like, oh, they, right, like okay. they had early ad support. So they made millions. Oh, wow. And okay. Like, so it was, like, this woman, She uh, the offices were in Cremorne. They all had, like, Porsches. She lived in a fucking multi-million dollar home in Castle right. Cove. So that's, like, medium income in Cremorne, right? Uh, <laughs> well, you've got to have three Porsches. Just a Porsche? I okay. actually looked up the census and it's double. It's <laughs> double the medium. Double the medium. I fucking knew someone either in Cremorne or on the... Like just where Mossman was, who had an elevator for his car. Jesus, what do you yeah. mean? He had an elevator for in his the car. car? It's, it's like car. because the house was on like a hill. Like to get instead of like oh, a man. driveway because it was too steep, you drove the car like into this elevator, thing. which like pulled it up to where the garage was. Uh, yeah. Our cool. car had to take the stairs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I sold my car because they didn't have enough permits. I just imagine like those like old lady elevator uh, in the in your house, you know, just, like, the car just like hugging the side of the stairwell. <laughs> Back in my day. So yeah, that, that's because they had the offices. A lot of people kept like they kept trying to be like it's a scam. Like if you go down to the offices, there's no one there. But there actually was. There was a team of fifteen people there every time like someone showed up. Whether that's they got word of it and made it look legit or it was legit, nobody really knows. Right. Uh, Steph singing karaoke, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, she's there. Receptors. <laughs> Part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Michael McGurk's there getting shot in the head. Yeah. Uh, Outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't want to depreciate the value. But like, so Hemming's kind of like going on the offensive, being like, well, these fucking record companies won't work with us because, ah, we're trying to help. Mm. And, but eventually the legal stuff gets too much. Like her home gets raided. The office gets oh. raided multiple times and the pressure becomes, they wanted, I think the, so the music companies, they wanted $150,000 per song, song downloaded, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is an insane amount of money. It's like 50 like, trillion dollars or something. Like think of all the weird owl songs you downloaded on like so Hazard. Yeah. <laughs> it's just cat in the kettle and all those weird yeah. like racist. Well, yeah. Even yeah. The, ones that, yeah, the ones that said weird owl that weren't weird owl, yeah, like yeah. Star Wars Cantina yes, and stuff yes, that, yes. Yeah, that I just thought was weird owl for years. Um, but yeah, so eventually like um, they, they end up settling for a hundred million. The office in Cremorne gets picked up, uh, packed up. They, it, it limps along a few years longer as a like a subscription model thing that kind of fails and I don't don't know what ended up becoming of Nikki Hemming the person who was in charge of it all mm. at the time she did make a shitload of money but I'd Damn. assume most of it got got in the she's in Vanuatu thing. drinking a cocktail yeah. Yeah. well I can't find any the near the or only Nikki Hemming I can find now is coming up with a wellness brand and it's definitely not the same person fucking ballsy though her, uh, her foot just washed up on the south coast <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah that's I a, love those tech yeah. companies hiding behind like high minded like liberty fraternity and you're, like, you're stealing music <laughs> like, oh, you know, yeah, like, so cool <laughs> I don't know. They don't even fucking make it. Yeah. Estonia. <laughs> Once were warriors or something yeah, like yeah. that. Fuck, 
Uh, or did but you yeah. download a lot of stuff, Steph, back no, in the day? No, no, I don't know. I still don't know how to do that. You don't know? <laughs> You just like do you just tape off the radio, or what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> just like this, awesome wells. Hey, you can tape off the wilds. Um, apparently, you, aliens are among us right now. Do you, do you remember the first song that you downloaded? Yeah, probably like "She's So High" I remember by the, Tal Bachman. Wow, I remember once I went into Dad's work for a day. I don't know how old it would have been, but I was like, he was like looking after me at school holidays yeah. wise. So I wouldn't have been that fucking old. But um, he had really fast internet and I was on like LimeWire or something or whatever and I just fucking around and I saw The Matrix came up. So oh, yeah, it would have been yeah. like 99, so it would have been yeah, yeah. whatever. And, um, and it was like, you know, hundreds of meg and I was like, and the internet was so fast there. So I was like downloading that and I was like so excited. I'm like, Dad, can I come to work with you every day? Because <laughs> <laughs> the internet was just burning and I'm like, this is the fastest thing was ever. It, yeah. Was it the Matrix? I, I think it was like two parts, you know, disc one on disc two and I downloaded it and then I didn't realise. So I got home and it would, was all disc one. I was still disappointed, but it was the real fucking movie. Yes. Like it rules. So that wasn't, the, I would download music and shit. I can't remember what the first song was. What, about, something what about you, Benzo? Uh, I think it might have been One Step Closer by Linkin Park <laughs> or it, either that or a Corn song. But I remember it finished, It took I ages would have, I would have, and I just like remember like being fucking, my mind was blown when I pressed play and the song actually paid. And I'm like looking around like, what the, what the fuck is this? I actually remember, I can't remember what song it was. It was something lame. I think it was like a Kid Rock song, which is pretty embarrassing. Was it Bar? Was it Bar? <laughs> Uh, it was maybe something like that, but it was one that, because I used to watch wrestling a lot, and then he's, Kid Rock wrote the theme song for The Undertaker. Yeah. And I was, oh, then that makes it not lame at all. Yeah, no, I know. No, I'm sort of admitting the lameness on <laughs> doubling down on cool it. One. I know. But I'm just framing my age at the time. But then um, I downloaded this, whatever song it was, and I listened to it. And I'm like, yeah, it rules. And then, like, I didn't realize that, like, in the downloaded episode, uh, version of the song, just the first verse is repeated three times. Someone just copied and pasted it three <laughs> times. So then I was like listening to it on the radio. And I'm like, what's the second part of this fucking bullshit song? <laughs> there was like, I, yeah, one of the earlier songs I downloaded as well. It's like, this was before anyone knew about it. And like, it got passed around at my school in Holland a bit. Everyone's like, this is a really catchy pop song. It was a little ditty called uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time by a wow. then unknown Britney Spears. Great like, song. We yeah. had not heard of her yeah. at all. Yeah, pretty hot. Going around on Winamp. I didn't. I did not like Britney Spears because I believe that Hit Me Baby. Christina Fan. Who's attracted to men? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hit Me Baby one more time. Usurped uh, a Michael Jackson song that I liked. (laughs) Wow, you you picked the wrong horse. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I can't believe Earth Song has been knocked off the chart. I think it might have been um, Blood on the Dance Floor. (laughs) Oh yeah. I have blood on the dance floor. Oh, yeah. that Bill Cosby comedy. Just my heroes. Fuck you, Cradling your copy of The Usual Suspects with Kevin Spacey on DVD. Drew's just crying into the mic going, leave Michael alone. I'm trying to cheer myself up with some Rolf Harris. Oh, shit. That's funny. Man. I got a um, I got a guy. I got a. Uh, we've had a lot of fraudsters on this fucking episode. Uh, Steph? No. Uh, <laughs> no, we've had a lot of... Uh, but I got a guy. Uh, he's, his story ends in Cremoyne. And I'll try to make it quick because there's Cremoyne. a lot of very... Cremoyne. Uh, so Cremoyne. there's, there's Cremoyne? Cremoyne. 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 Because Cremoyne, to me, reads like the... 
bad pronounce the Aussie Cremon. You know what I mean? Like it would be Cremoin. But wouldn't it be? But there's no why. Yeah, Cremoin. Cremoin. <laughs> like I don't know. I feel like you'd soften it when you yeah. when it's a way to bully us for not knowing our left and right, dude. <laughs> 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 the right, left, good night. <laughs> uh, so anyway. <laughs> That was a deep Drew cut. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for real comedy fans. <laughs> so this guy, uh, Henry George, he was arrested. Uh, and his names. And he us. lived in Cremorne. And he Sorry, was what was his name? Henry George. Henry George. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah, this from the 30s or something. And he was arrested with cocaine. Okay, oh. so not a very, this is more of a dog bites man story so far, right? He's arrested with cocaine. Uh, but he was, he was, one, he was 80 years old. And uh, two, 80. 80 years old. And two, he's like, no, it's 80 fine. with cocaine. Yes. I well, like this guy. This is in the 30s, That'd right? Kill you. Oh, man. So in the 30s. But they were giving it out in the 30s. Well, man. here's the thing. It was legal if you're a doctor because you could prescribe it to people. So it was yeah. a controlled substance. It wasn't. So he was like, I'm a doctor. I'm giving it to this guy I know as a, for training him for throat cancer, which I don't know how fucking cocaine <laughs> works, <laughs> oh. right? But anyway, they're like, all right, well, where's your fucking doctor's, you know, what do you got? You know, you can't just say that. And he's like, oh, I'm a doctor. And they're like, no, but you got to have a... He's like, oh, no, trust me, I'm a doctor. Anyway, they're like, well... <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I got, where does that I'm a fucking doctor. Literally, literally My part of... My name says Dr. George. So there was a... So then they basically arrest him because, like, you can't prove you're a doctor. And uh, they were like, you, you're not on the roll or anything. And they said he didn't have a... Or he didn't have an office or he didn't practice at all. The only thing he had was a stethoscope. Oh, so yeah. He had the prop. <laughs> I love this guy. So then Henry... And then it was... He was arrested and charged and he had, And they were like, like, who... Come on, man. Like, when are you on the... You're not on the doctor's roll. And they're like... He's like, I'm on there. And they're like, um, he's like, my name's Henry George. And they're like, the only Henry George that's a doctor in all of the Commonwealth lives in Vancouver. And uh, he's a doctor, Henry George. And he's like, yep, that's me. I used to live there. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, he's like, yep, that's yeah. me. I'm crazy about doctor. Right? <laughs> and then they go, this is part of the, this is part of the fucking trial. They're like, all right, so uh, what's your mother's name? He's like, yeah, I don't know. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, where were you born? Not, not sure about that. Can't remember. Cannot say for certain. Uh, so then they're just going through this, and then basically, um, and then. Uh, then they're like, do you know that Dr. Henry George, he's been living in, like, we've, we've contacted him. He's still there, okay? <laughs> and he's like, no, that's not him, that's me. <laughs> and he's impersonating me. And he's like, I knew that there's a Dr. Henry George in Canada. He's my cousin. So, And then yeah. they're like, do you know this photograph? This is the photograph of the medical guy, Dr. Henry George, in Canada. And he's like, I think that's an old photo of me. <laughs> <laughs> And this is great. So just keeps going. So then that is some coked up confidence. I know. (laughs) This is all just a bit of cocaine change. Yeah. So I guess he. So the thing is, though, he legitimately was had been pretending to be a doctor for a long time. I don't know if it was because of cocaine. Legitimately been pretending to be a doctor. It wasn't a. It wasn't just a ploy for the cocaine. It might have. He also that. wanted to operate on people. Yeah, he was charging people oh my God. Um, oh, wow. like like for medical certificates and stuff for, for money. Like and then guy. they basically kept looking into him and then they're like, uh, you know, we can't find, uh, you know, anything about this guy, uh, that, you know, who you say you are, you don't have a birth. But we did find, um, you know, a Henry... He said, basically, I served in the army. And that's how I got my medical license for the army. And said, well, there was a Henry Sebastian DeLore George who was in the army. And he went to South Africa and got arrested for fraud. And he got fingerprinted. 
and his fingerprints match your fingerprints. Oh, <laughs> and man. he said, look, okay, my name is Henry Sebastian Delory George, but I didn't do that. That was another guy over there, <laughs> and he's pretending to be me over there. So he's just going back and forth. So anyway, it turns out his name is not Henry George, it's Henry Sebastian George. When this comes out... Three then, first names. Henry, yeah, it's crazy. It gets shadier and shadier. This comes out, then this Adelaide article comes up, and it said, recently there's been this report of this Henry George in Sydney, but only in the last week it came out his name's actually Sebastian. And which was quite a stir in Adelaide because in Adelaide, 10 years earlier, no, in 1919, there was a guy called Dr. Sebastian George who got oh, yeah. turned up during the pneumonia influenza, the, the pandemic, the 1919 pandemic, who was sent here to the Port Pirie, like, um, uh, you know, what are they called? Quarantine hospitals when they just put all the sick people, who was sent by the army here as the doctor of that hospital and was clearly not qualified to be a doctor <laughs> and so this guy was then in adelaide running around and this is an anecdote that someone told when he turned up he turned up first day he turned up he said he rang the town clerk and said hey send some brandy up to the hospital <laughs> and, then, but they, so, and then the clerk's like all right so he sent up some brandy and then the, he's like oh, he rang back and he's like i thought i told you to send some brandy he said i did and then Dr. George goes, yeah, half a bottle. <laughs> this is all in the, this is all the, Dr. George says, don't, and he said, no, 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 it's not for me. Don't you know I have to sometimes have to bathe the patients in it? Okay. Because <laughs> so, so I'm a doctor and trust me, this helps. Then the clerk sent up three big bottles and then George complained. George rang back complaining. He said, you've sent the wrong brand. <laughs> I want a Chateau Tanunda brandy. And the clerk's like, oh, come on, I'm a town clerk. I don't know. I'm not an authority on brandy. I don't drink brandy. And Dr. George said, well, I bloody do. <laughs> <laughs> Way to give it away, I know. Sebastian. And so there, there's all these anecdotes. I mean, I treat patients with it. <laughs> I know. There's all these anecdotes about this guy that come out when they're like, he what? we thought he wasn't a real doctor. It's now just come out. He's not a fucking doctor. So someone else is like, he stole all these pillowcases from the hospital. <laughs> and this, is, this is great. He gets really upset about like, He's uh oh sorry he he in the town he's going on about how brandy helps with fucking influenza the whole town does a run on brandy because they're like the doctor <laughs> says brandy helps everyone just starts buying oh brandy this is Adelaide in the fucking twenties oh my God. so then anyway he steals all these pillowcases they dob him in and his response is I got all those pillow slips uh, and I intended to package them with Easter presents for everybody and someone took them out of my suitcase and that's super annoying because. Uh, what also uh, went through my luggage, someone had someone had also taken a bunch of original documents relating to my medical career. <laughs> so oh, so he's yeah. getting in early yeah. there. And then it comes out, so then they're just going on. <laughs> this guy, there's another article about Sebastian George, even earlier, he was a travelling mind reader. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> so, guy rules. I know. So he was travelling around. Gonna need a lot of brandy for that. I know. One. He was <laughs> at 26 years old. He was travelling around South Australia as a mind reader and illusionist and he was saying oh it's not a it's not a fraud it's real what i can do is i can look at someone's eyeball and when you picture something in your head vibrations happen which mimic the image and i can watch the tiny vibrations in your eye and i can picture what you're seeing and he used to just have these parlor tricks in these big audience like a like a entertainment act and he'd get people to look at him and he'd say you know, put something behind me and then I'd look at you and then I'd say, well, someone had a mirror or something, you know, some bullshit like that. But he was running around doing that. And then there's another article about the guy. This is, this is the best. 26 years old. This is the, some of the things he claimed. 
He reckons at 10 years old, he was a novelist. At 13, he won <laughs> high honours as a scholar and a poet. He became the editor at 19 years of age of this uh, famous magazine. He then, uh, he then won... This is the best one. He won the heart um, of the town. He fought Peter Jackson, who at the time was the heavyweight boxing champion of Australian. So he fought him when he was 18, and the battle went for eight rounds, and it was considered a draw. <laughs> and but even even still, I was still willing. He then went to a university athletic club. He taught in Boston. He fought in the Boer War. He had a sprinting record of ten and a half sec seconds for the hundred yards, which would have been a world record at the time. This guy's the biggest. He just went around town, fucking swindling people. He must have fucked a lot. I know. <laughs> and he's just the best. And so yeah, he's just wow. this guy. And Henry then he, Sebastian. and he only got really fucking caught. 80 years old. 80 years old and with all in this going on. Yes. So, so he has a long history of succeeding. And all these, Perth, Adelaide, all these towns where he swindled people and just done the runner, uh, just doing all these articles like, we thought he was a fucking dodgy car. <laughs> <laughs> he stole our pillows. Oh. Got their head switched on. There you go, man. Out. So that's, yeah. But honestly, legalise cocaine. That's the moral of the story. the moral of the story. Don't let Henry fucking suffer. You know what I mean? Anyway, that was... Uh, that was my story about Henry, Henry George. George. So That's shout great. out to Henry, He's man. An absolute legend of the, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put him on the Mount Rushmore with McGurk, Julie Gillard. I heard oh. he swindled someone out a couple of iPhones. Oh fuck! Do you uh, do you guys remember the uh, the French Daredevil guy, the Spider Man? Yes, I love uh, that guy. Oh, Alain Robert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was he a fraudster? Was no, he, not he a fraudster. This is just this is just this is just a good old Cremorne yarn. I don't know any of these things. So basically, there's this French guy who's really famous. He's a rock climber, and he's known for like some technique where he can basically climb shit that is considered unclimbable. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yes, kind like. Is. Skyscrapers and yeah. shit. Yeah. So he's Very famous harness. for climbing skyscrapers. And he would do it illegally, right? He wouldn't have a tether. And, like, yeah, he he'd just do it climbing. illegally and free climb. So in 2003, right before the Rugby World Club, he uh, decided to climb Sydney Harbour Bridge. Uh, and he got away with it. Obviously, Sydney Harbour Bridge had a bit of security on it already because people consider it like a terrorist target. But he got away with it, promptly arrested. Uh, Sydney Harbour Bridge is like, fuck, we got to increase the security. So this Alan Robert Burt, Robert guy, he's very famous. Obviously, he has a profile. One day, this uh, this bloke in Cremorne gets smashed. It's like, fuck. Let's go to Candy Dip, bro. <laughs> <laughs> one day, this handsome fella. So, no, one day, this bloke in Cremorne is like, fuck, I reckon I could do that too. Same and two guy. weeks later, he also climbs the Sydney Harbour Bridge. At, like, smashed at the time? or Fucking just destroyed. Oh, <laughs> and climbs, climbs it and takes an Australian flag that's, like, stuck in there and gets arrested doing that. So this French guy, dickhead, who's like, oh, I, I, it's all about climbing. This yeah. guy from Cremorne's just like, oh, fuck, I could do that, mate. <laughs> it's like the classic guy at the pub who's like, yeah, I could fucking do that, mate. And then they're like, put your money where your mouth is. So he's like, yeah, all right, and just does it. Like, that yeah, rules. That's, yeah. Like and guys, he got all the way to the top before they fucking he, caught him. Yeah, we got out and he like he pulled a flag from the pole, just like waving around. <laughs> and was like fuck yeah, <laughs> and there's and if anything, it's more of an achievement because like the security had been ramped up because of the French bloke beforehand. Yeah, so yeah. like he just managed to like imagine walking out of a pub after twelve beers and being like, I'm gonna climb that and then doing it. Yeah, that's pretty. Is that what's the dumbest idea you've ever had drunk? <laughs> Pub skinny dipping with scared women. 
Uh, I've climbed, climbed They weren't scared. They just didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> they just were too busy. <laughs> I just had to have work in the morning. <laughs> scaffolding drunk. I've, I've climbed a lot of scaffolding drunk and broke into the Canberra Theatre by climbing on their scaffolding and getting in through the roof. Who books this gig? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going in. Oh, shit. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I've climb. told this story before, but this story about my friend Davis trying to join the army when he was drunk. Oh, That's the dumbest yeah. thing it's I've classy. ever heard anyone when he was drunk. Uh, but I do have another dumb Davis story for that I haven't told. You <laughs> but it's fucking Davis. Yeah, he's an idiot. But like one time, have I told the story about when he applied for KFC? <laughs> For no. a job, <laughs> no, I, don't I know. might have told it on. Oh man! But like anyway, well, I'll drew it and I'll just say it again. But basically, <laughs> my mate, when we were out of high school, fresh out of high school, we were applying for jobs. He's like a genius level intellect, got like a very high UAI. Went to so eventually study law and all that claptrap. But like one of the first jobs he applied for was KFC. And when you apply for those like retail jobs, after you go through your first interview, they usually give you a multiple choice question of things that like what not to do essentially. So it's got scenarios in it where it's like, hey, you're on shift, it's late at night, no one's around, and your mate Jono decides to take out 20 from the till. You see him do it. Do you A, immediately yeah. report him to management? B, let it slide because Jono's your mate. C, also rate it. D, like other. And so Davis took all those answers and did like the one, and like for every answer, answered the one where it's like, oh, tell him that you saw him, but you'll let it slide this time because yeah. he thought KFC was doing a how good a bloke are you test. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I thought they wanted to see if I'd be a loyal friend. <laughs> like, like, yeah, do you think, you think Kentucky Fried Chicken is doing <laughs> That's what he said. He did not get that job. Oh, oh, man. Poor guy. Poor now guys. he has to be a lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that, that's what now lives in a ve- Now, <laughs> full circle, lives in a very expensive house in Cremorne. Oh, really? Really? Ah. Yeah. Ah. I never worked at KFC. I worked at nearly. I reckon I worked at every other place in Cremorne. Did you work at Cremorne Maccas? Yes. Oh, sick. I did. I worked at the Woolies. Justin Bieber went there once. The Woolies or the Maccas? No, the Maccas. He did Maccas. We right. had um, Brooke Satchwell was the most <gasps> um, famous person. That Anne I from Neighbours. Yeah, <laughs> she's pretty cute. That was like while she was Anne from Neighbours too. Like that was a big deal. Ah, oh, when she was dating Billy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I lived in England. You legally were obligated to watch Neighbours. I, um, I did see one review for McDonald's at Cremorne that said um, s- ordered fries, so extra small. Supervisor looked like she'd rather be at home than at work. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 fucking Macca's. Someone, th- what a fucking imbecile. Where else? So the Cremorne Macca's. Surely the Mac, that would have been a shit fight, right? Because that isn't that a real it's heavy volume Mac? It's like a lot of people. Oh, it's it. a 24-hour Macca's. Yeah. yeah. And it's like on the main road. And there, it's right? pretty near Minsky's. Yeah, right. Yeah. Did was you that a lot of late shifts? shifts? Yeah. Um, I did a few late shifts, but not too many because I was like 18. Mm. And I looked and about stopped. 12. And you just sung through the drive through PA. <laughs> 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 but I did a lot of karaoke. <laughs> they wouldn't let me on drive through. I never made it to drive through. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah. I yeah. was general duties, cleaned a lot of poo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Every review is like, the toilets are fucking revolt. And it's like, man, yeah, they must. We, had a, we had a guy I remember that used to come in a lot. Um, I won't say what nationality he was, but he used to. Use the straws as chopsticks to eat his French fries. Made that less racist. <laughs> 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 I won't say what nationality. We thought that was the coolest thing. That's pretty, like, we've that's been pretty so excited. Yeah, we're like, oh my right. god. 
That is very clever. You know what I mean? Um, where else? Did you work at the Orpheum? Uh, like one day. Should give a shout out to the Orpheum. So yeah, what's the, the, well, the I mean, Orpheum? It's a movie theater, right? Yeah, yeah. it's well, owned they by do, like, Mike Wall. Comedy and stuff. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. And it's I think it's one of the only theaters that still has like a Wurlitzer organ, and the, like they play it before the movies. Right. And so like they do a bunch of like if you're into like old and cult movies, like if you've ever seen The Room, where they do like you know the whole throwing it at the spoons at the screen stuff, they do that at the Orpheum. Yeah. Right. Uh, the Orpheum rocks. It's a it's, great place. It's owned by um yeah. Mike Walsh, who had a, he was like huge on television. He was like Australia's like Johnny Carson. He had the Mike Walsh show. Oh yeah. And if you go in the back, in the um, there's like an office area, and it's just a ginormous wall of fucking gold, gold logies, and you can pick them up. Well, I don't know if you're supposed to, but I was picking them up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I broke I in like, there. I broke in one night. And <laughs> I, got a, yeah, I got a photo of me with like the gold logies. Oh, yeah, is that yeah. the gig you did? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so how come you only lasted one day at the Orpheum? Too much singing. <laughs> um, no, I although that wasn't a, that's not a good story. I I don't I don't have any good stories. No, <laughs> it was just um I I worked at the State Theatre, and the same people worked at the State Theatre worked at the Orpheum, and they needed one person for a uh, shift. So uh, it's a really right. boring. Story. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was they fired excellent. you after one um, shift because no. you were like it's the first cinema on your left. So it's on the is that on the main road there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, on yeah. Military Road. It's oh, beautiful. Um, opposite the IGA that I worked at. Oh, okay. Um, Given back to the community. With I worked ship prices. At, That's great. I did like a couple of days work at most places around there. Uh, yeah. Did you quit any, or you fired from all? <laughs> I don't an think I'd ever quit a job. Really? Yeah. Wow. I just get fired. Yeah. Well, either that or I just stop. Well, that's quitting, right? Ah, right? Is that quitting? It's not officially quitting. Or I, I guess. if you're casual, they just <laughs> like, like they just don't give you shifts anymore. You don't technically yep. get fired. Right. right. Okay. I got fired from North Sydney Leagues Club. Mm, for what? Um, it's so lame. I didn't have a full length shirt. I had a three quarter length shirt, and the guy said. If you turn up in that tomorrow, you're fired. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most rebellious thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> uh, shall we ask the last two questions? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, Steph, you know the deal. Uh, if someone comes to you and says, Steph, I'm going to spend a day in Cremorne. I need something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What do you recommend they do? Um, well, first of all, morning, noon, night, eat at McDonald's 24 hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Just keep circling mm-hmm. back there and shit in um, that toilet. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what they're there for. Yeah. Just, just they they build the price. They're building the price. You know the cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> you got to shit. Have fun with it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Make it your own. Um, well, yeah. Go to the. I mean, go go to the movies. See, see a movie. That's pretty good. Go to the pickle possum when it opens. Oh, go. Oh, um, I'm fucking. You want to go to the Woolworths, not the IGA, because the eggs are cheaper. Mm-hmm. Go to the Woolworths. Grab just, yourself just like the eggs? three dozen eggs, um, and just go to Skeggs Redlands and just peg as many of those eggs as you can at that school. Oh, um, oh okay. What's Skeggs Redlands? It's just like this private school that's taken pretty much over the entire Cremorne. Now they own it, yeah, so you can you can throw it anywhere. You're going to hit Skeggs. It's a school for very rich people. Right, because yeah. skate sounds what we used to call skateboarders. Like, skates. yeah, it sounds shitty, but it's like it's. I think it's like it's thirty. Right. It's like thirty thousand dollars a either a term or a year. I think year sounds more right there. 
But then, it, yeah, it yeah. sucks. I mean, you don't have to hate them. Just throwing eggs is pretty fun anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But free range. Okay. Come on. <laughs> so and cheaper ones from Woolworths. Yeah. <laughs> Skeggs uh, Redlands. Just sounds like, oh, I went to Skeggs Redlands. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. for <laughs> We used to call it Skaggs. Yeah. You got them. That's it. Fucking nailed them. Eggs <laughs> and that, I'm surprised they're still there. You know? They <laughs> 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 haven't folded. So, oh, so get egg do it that out for me, um, and then a bit of skinny dipping, or yeah, nah. go down to the pool. But you know, it was lovely. just wear a bathing suit. Like <laughs> <you're supposed laughs> for the love of God, the fucking land you know, value during opening hours. Yes, um, you can do that little. too. <laughs> That's cool too. Go for a swim. Um, <laughs> God, there's there's really not much. Minsky's, you got to end at Minsky's. Got to end at Minsky's, right? Well, you Sing know, you end piano. the pickle pots. You go to Minsky's. There's pickle pots late. Both both like, are late. Yeah, night. like four a.m. Well, late. it doesn't. Pickle possum doesn't open at nine. Close at ten. Yeah, first and last drinks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> there are more places now as well. Town and country is like a decent small bar, but like Ooh, if you want, country. if you want the original shitty experience, Minsky's. Minsk's. But oh. Minsky's is quite nice now. Go to like, Big Bear right. Medical Center. Just hang out. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Load around. That's the way to do it. That's the way Wrap to end it up. It. Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. Yep. And the last question, Steph, when all is said and done, when you've achieved everything you want with your comedy career, you've done 600 gigs you've in MC a year. MC Cram Comedy. Say, yeah. <laughs> More than anyone. <laughs> you've, you've done it. You've managed to do 18 gigs in seven days. <laughs> when all is said and done, would you settle down in Cremorne? I mean, I live ten minutes from there now. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Yeah. So yes, if it if um if they could just get a train, yeah, I'll be there. That's a good point. All yeah. detour yeah. there. Well, yeah. Steph, thank you for coming on. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug? No, I have nothing. Go see Steph if she's <laughs> here on a lineup doing stand up. Come to Crown on Thursday. Come just to check Crown. Check it out. Get yeah, it just check it out. I see comedy. Go see if you can get get, it. get a get a stand up night going on Minsky's. The piano's had its time. Oh, the, the fucking movie theater. Just yeah, say, yeah, yeah. The movie theater does have comedy and it's great. Um, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, everybody. thanks everybody. Thanks everyone. Remember Hit us with the five star reviews. That's right. Review. Write them. Um, Subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Put yeah. it on social media how good we are. If you have any in, any inside goss on literally anything, we love oh, man. getting Tell messages us about from zerts. you guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm I'm like, I might tweet about zerts pretty soon, I think, because I think I there's think anyone's going to fucking be from Darling Harbour. So I think we're going to. I think it. enough people went to Zerts that you could just focus no, on. But I mean, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. as a fucking episode. We're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Into oh, yeah, someone's yeah, yeah. Darling Harbour. So yeah. anyway, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thanks everybody so much. Thanks, Steph, for coming Thank on. You. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Bye-bye. See ya. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>